In a world where good news is hard to find, WAVA and One Heart DC present Good News for the City. We're here to share the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ and what his body, the church, is doing to spread this good news in the Washington, D.C. metro area, including Northern Virginia, Maryland, and D.C. As Jesus said in John 17, Father, that they may be one just as we are one. Welcome to Good News for the City. It's the gospel, the gospel that makes a way. Greetings, folks, and welcome to Good News for the City, the radio broadcast ministry partnership between WAVA Radio and One Heart DC right here on Life-Changing Talk Radio, 105.1 FM, WAVA. My name is Dennis Williams. I'm Director of Ministry Relations for WAVA Radio. I want to welcome you to today's broadcast. Folks, let me tell you something. I consider myself and the folks with whom I run, the folks in my circle of friends, if you will, to be pretty blessed people. We've been... um, Incredibly, I don't do this in a braggadocious way, but I feel like I have I've found the favor of God and we have been blessed people. I've always lived in nice places and had plenty to eat. And and yet I know uh, I'm super, super grateful for that. Indeed, I'm humbled by that. But I also know that's not always the case for everyone. Not everyone can say those things and not everyone has plenty there are folks in our own backyards who struggle to have basic human necessities. And our guest today and his ministry help those who are less fortunate, indeed, those who are transitioning from homelessness to permanent housing. And while moving from homelessness to permanent housing can be a very exciting and hope filled time, it can also be a very vulnerable time for folks. Our guest today helps those individuals and families during these times of transition. So let's talk about it. And you know the drill to get us going to introduce our guest, my good friend, my co-host, my buddy, Pastor Brian Bale, Senior Pastor of Christian Fellowship Church in Ashburn, Virginia. God bless you, brother. Thank you for the blessing. I appreciate it, and I'll take it in that Amen. way. We're going to talk about, uh, like we do every time we get together on Good News for the City, important issues about how the gospel makes a difference, how it drives us. But one of the things that we've talked about many, many times in this, clearly we know that the gospel is communicated in words, but the platform for the gospel is often communicated in actions. Amen. In saying Amen. that it gives an opportunity, and that today, as we are going to get together for these next 20-some-odd minutes or so, we have the privilege of talking uh, to someone who's going to bring that to light uh, through the ministry that uh, he is a part of and leads um, uh, furniture ministry out from the McLean Bible Loudoun campus out there in Loudoun County. So in the studio today with us, we have Brigadier General Matthew Broderick. I'm going to tell you, I've read a lot of bios over the years, and we've joked about every once in a while how when we read a bio, we feel really lazy after seeing what they've done, <laughs> what we've done. This one's at the feeling. top of the list. I Let me just feeling. tell you this right now. <laughs> Uh, Brigadier General Matthew Broderick, U.S. Marine Corps, retired. Broad range of experience he has in both public and private sector, 33 years with the government leadership, 14 years of business experience in the private sector. In 1968, he was commissioned as a second lieutenant in the U.S. Marine Corps during graduation. Uh, also, from he had that commission that happened during rather graduation from Worcester State College in Worcester, Massachusetts. He started what was soon to become a 30-year military career uh, as an infantry officer in the Republic of Vietnam. Uh, he then retired in 1998 as a brigadier general after serving in numerous levels of command at the infantry platoon, company, battalion, and marine expeditionary unit level. However, retirement just probably should better be said as redeployment because he immediately <laughs> following his uh, 
Amen. military career, gained experience in sales, marketing, business development. And in 2002, he joined a Washington, D.C. think tank, and the Institute for Defense Analysis. And he was working then on developing joint deployable command centers. That led him to eventually, in early 2003, uh, being asked by Secretary of Homeland Security Tom Ridge to help stand up the Homeland Security National Operations Center. Uh, later on, under a different secretary, he was selected to be the first director of operations for the Department of Homeland Security. But that isn't actually what we're here to talk to him about. Actually, what we're here to talk about is in 2015, uh, God moved him, and he started helping needy people in both the Loudoun County and the Fairfax County area. And eventually, that grew into a part-time job as a Loudoun County at the Loudoun County Homeless Shelter. Uh, Loudoun County social workers, local NGOs, and local Spanish community began to increase the number of families in need. And so in the past five years, the ministry that he's been a part of has made close to 600 pickups and then also as well deliveries of furniture. Uh, and close to 300 families have been served through that ministry. Yeah, uh, so cool. I, I'm God. privileged. Praise I know God. you told me I could call you Mike, but man, it just feels really, really, really rather mad. Really, really weird not to call you general. It shows I wasn't even paying attention at that point, but I'm going to try it. So um, thanks for being in studio with us. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. So uh, there's always an inspiration. There's always a spark for just about anything that we do in life, whether it's entering the military in 1968 or in 2015, taking on a different sort of deployment. What was for 2015 the inspiration, so to speak, behind launching um, a, a furniture ministry that actually rather was in 2012, not necessarily in 2015? Well, actually, I met a uh, saw on the news, a lady who had a single mom who had six kids, and she was uh, working as a pharmacy assistant at Target, mm-hmm. and uh, she was taking home about the same amount of money a week as I was spending at happy hour and at Starbucks during the week. Mm. And uh, I said, this isn't right. Something's got to be done. Yeah. And I think that, uh, Dennis, you mentioned it earlier on, especially... When we live uh, in, in this part of the country, uh, Fairfax County, Loudoun County on the Virginia side, for sure, have been identified as places that are some of, if not the top most affluent places when it comes to income in the nation. And uh, many times when we begin to swim in that waters of affluence, we can forget it is not normal. And not only yes. is it not normal for the yes. rest of Thank the you. country. Thank you. It is not normal for a lot of people in the water that we're swimming in to say they don't have that same experience. And we can get a little bit of blinders on between the experiences that other people have. And this this kind of served as sort of a, 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 a blinder change moment for you. Would that be correct? Sure. And uh, with affluence comes the service industry. Mm-hmm. Those people have to be taken care of. Landscaping, yeah. maids, yes. Yes. housekeepers. Yes. And uh, that generates a lot of people that aren't high on the income scale. Yeah. And uh, and you'd be surprised the numbers that are there and then the numbers that that don't make it and end up in the homeless shelter. Well, people from all different scales end up in the uh, homeless shelter, but a lot of these people do. And and as I meant, you mentioned, the Spanish community is pretty large and loud and too. people don't see that. Um, and they had some real bad needs, too. And luckily, we had a person in our church who was uh, working with them and was able to turn me into them. And I love what you're bringing to light. You're not talking about people 
people who aren't working. You're talking about people who are working, who are, are, are working in many cases, 60, 70, 80 hours, two jobs, you know, to support a family. But at the cost of living and the income that they're receiving, uh, in many cases, if they're even able to get a home, sometimes and by home, I don't mean buying, I mean renting or those sort of things. That's a challenge. But sometimes they get that and then they don't have furniture. They they don't have things to kind of fill that home up, so to speak. And when we're reading your bio, I think up until a certain point, for a logic, earthly person thinking, we say, oh, well, that makes sense that he went from this in the military to this in business and this in Homeland Security. But all of a sudden, you know, you whoop, you kind of make this sort of turn, this transition into this area. Um, could you connect those dots for someone? It had to be more than just I saw something on TV. Well, not a transition, more of an extension. Um, people don't see it. The military get into a lot of humanitarian actions, too. Yes. Uh, yes. I was once given the job of running southern Somalia. And uh, so, you know, I was well into all the poverty, all the the families trying to get on their feet, trying to make it, trying to keep the warlords from uh, the women would go out into the fields and uh, and they would be raped coming home from the fields from their families. They'd be robbed. Um, So we cleaned up the whole the whole area and then started taking care of the people with medical, dental, uh, rebuilt a dam farm so they can yeah. have agriculture. So all of those efforts in, in, in a number of countries, not just Somalia, kind of yeah. got me going. And, and what you're bringing up here is, I think, a truism that we see how God works. God uses all of the experience he allows us to put, allows us to go through if we're faithful to respond to him. So whether it looks at helping people in Somalia or helping people right there in Loudoun County, it's that same sort of passion that he's implanted in your heart, correct? Yeah, poor is poor. Yeah. You get your heart. Yeah. Now, so let's talk about that a little bit. Um, I think many people right now, maybe even in their own home, listening to this via podcast or listens on the radio, they're, they're sitting in a chair, they're sitting on a couch, or uh, maybe a really nice chair, a really nice couch. Uh, that isn't the case. That isn't how you're serving and, and working. What are some of the just basic furniture pieces and needs that many people have? Well, the, the way it works in Loudoun County, the, the ones coming out of the homeless shelter, the county gets them a job, and they get them a place to stay. So picture you're a mother with three or four children. You now have a a job, minimum mm-hmm. wage. Um, you go into your brand new apartment or what, whatever state it's in, but there's nothing in it. Absolutely nothing. You don't even have blankets for the kids just laying on the floor. Yeah. I mean, completely bare. So we go in and uh, we completely, we buy them all brand new kitchen items, everything. Mm-hmm. We buy them all brand new bath items. Wow. The Catholic Church comes in, works with us, and they buy them all brand new beds, linen, and pillows. Wow. And, and then God. we Praise God. Then we go in and fill in the rest of it with dressers, um, tables, couches, coffee tables, end tables, lamps, kitchen tables. Right. Um, but if you're making $700 a week and you pay 400 for rent and 300 for gas, medical, and everything else— so you've got $20 maybe left for the week, and uh, you've got to buy a living room set or a bedroom set. Wow. Where are you, you going to start? Yeah. And I think that's, that's putting people who maybe, again, just going back to the water that you swim in, and you become unaware of the blessing that you have. Um, one of the things that, that I, I talk about at Christian Fellowship Church that we want to try to keep in the forefront of our mind, the very fact that we got up this morning, took breath, and moved is a blessing. But there's so many other things that we just take for granted. You know, if it's a Sunday morning, 99% of the people got in a vehicle. 
to drive there, right? Yes. They had yes. shelter over their head. They had, you know, a lot of these things that, frankly, until we don't have them, sometimes we don't realize the blessings of having them. You know, the idea sometimes we don't know what we don't know. That's what I love about what you're bringing to the forefront for, for those people who are out there listening right now to, to bring to light maybe some blessings that they have, as well as those who may be listening who don't have those blessings that maybe then sort of make that connection, how God can use, as he's using you, uh, his people to help more people. That's that's part of the plan. Well, I'll give you, I'll give you an example. If yeah. I may, over in, over in Sterling, the Catholics, we all work together, mm-hmm. uh, very closely work together. We found out that we were duplicating our efforts, so now we put them all together. Sure. Like I did a delivery for the St. Teresa's Church yesterday Yeah, for someone. But they had a person, the lady was legally blind. She had six kids, all small. The oldest one was like 10. Mm. Oh, my gosh. She asked if they could get a new couch. We went in, um, looked at it, and said, no, you're going to get more than that. Took her old couch, threw it out in the street. Took all the furniture in the house, threw it out in the street. Went up to the mattresses and the beds were ripped out, completely wiped out, mold. Stripped the whole house out, furnished it with a whole new house. Wow. Yeah. And, and that's, that's being Jesus, right? Amen. That's, that's Amen. being extravagant love. That's giving an opportunity to say, look, this is how Jesus loved us extravagantly. This is how yes. we want to love you yes. in that way. How did uh, you talk about the collaboration with a particular Catholic church? If you're familiar with Loudoun County, St. Teresa is a, a fairly large, if not the largest uh, Catholic church out in the Loudoun County area. How, how, would, how did that sort of collaboration happen? Is it just to stumble across your duplicating efforts or did it take something more specific? Well, it started through the homeless shelter because they would send out the word to St. Teresa's and McLean's and ask for help. Mm-hmm. So we would show up with the same furniture that they would show up at about the same time. Ah. And so, they, you know, we found our efforts were just becoming duplicated. So I suggested that we do a collective email when the shelter comes out and says, this is what the needs are. I Then I go on and I say, okay, I'll provide this. And St. Teresa says they'll provide this. Mm-hmm. And we've kind of broken it down now where they do all the beds, all the linen, comforters, sheets, and all of that. And then I buy all the brand new bathroom and kitchen. And then we share on what furniture we've collected for outfitting the rest of the place. So it's kind of, so you do a little of both. So, so the help can come to you guys through donations. Right. Correct. But also then, I mean, you're not always giving them brand new stuff. Some of this is just nice stuff that folks have given. Right. The furniture the, is used. OK. Everything okay. else is brand new. OK. All right. Thank all you. brand new bath, all brand new oh, kitchen okay. items. Sure. And Thank all you. brand new linens and comforters. OK. But the, and they buy all brand new mattresses and beds. For sure. Them. Well, yeah. That makes sense. But yeah. Couches yeah. and tables and chairs. And wow. All, but all gently used. We. We really worry about the self-esteem of the people. Sure. Yeah. I don't want to bring in a bunch of garbage right. and junk. Yeah, yeah. So we, we're very picky on <laughs> people don't like how picky I get on. Well, no, I, it reminds me of, can I just yeah, tell you yeah. one quick thing? It was funny when you said that. <laughs> reminded me. We had a big, when I was pastoring a, a pretty large church in Clearwater, Florida, right? We had a food pantry and it was a big rascal. I mean, we gave away a lot of, <laughs> but some of the stuff I would see, man, I was like, and I would get up on Sunday morning, folks, do not bring to the pantry stuff you ain't going to eat. <laughs> bring good stuff, right? And mm-hmm. so that changed. But it just reminded me of that, man. Don't sure. bring junk. You yeah. know? And, and I think folk around here would be cognizant of that. Yeah. yeah. And well, I, I think you're bringing up a great point because it is about respect. 
right? That that particular person that we have the privilege, and let's not forget that it is a privilege to serve. Amen. It yes. is a Amen. privilege to serve. Yes. It, it is. It duty to serve should be the 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 last case point. Like when everything else is worn out, it's my duty to do that. But it, it's a privilege to serve. It really is. Uh, everything yeah. that Jesus ever did for us was out of his love and his grace and kindness. And the way that we can worship and take grateful things back is to serve the people that he died for. Yes. Right. Yes. And when we Amen. begin to be able to look at people through the lens of Jesus died for that person in the same way that they died for the person that I see in the mirror and we're able to take capture that truth what happens then is the way we want to give to that person changes because the person in the mirror we're not going to you know you mentioned the food pantry scenario i remember growing up i grew up in a church and we would often collect stuff for missionaries and people would bring all the clothes they didn't want to wear anymore for the missionaries (laughs) and you would ask if you don't want to wear them anymore (laughs) why would they want to wear them you know and that goes back to the heart the privilege that we have to serve now Well, well people will say well if you don't have anything why won't they take this no matter sure. what condition it is mm-hmm. and I, you know that's the wrong thinking really yeah is. well and again it's it's, yeah. it's yeah. this focus on it's this focus on missing the extravagant love of jesus yeah, it, yeah. you know um it, but that, that's a time for we talk about this over and over in the story uh in, in the show right about the story of the extravagant love of jesus how it plays out in our life and, and that's this is practical this is one of those things that that can happen in fact since the beginning of the ministry and i, I apologize for getting that number down it started in 2012 right i got the dating correct um, well, that uh, really, this didn't get going until 2015. Okay. So, but in that time, since that beginning, you, I gave a little bit numbers there, 300 families. It's, served. Actually, it's 200. Oh, wow. 200. All right. So we're going to get with Claude uh, later <laughs> on. Claude's our producer. He our does producer, a phenomenal yeah. job. Uh, but, um, you know, so you're doing all these deliveries. You're, I'm glad you're, I never mix up numbers. Yeah, exactly. Man. Um, when you walk into these scenarios, um, talk about what you see change in the lives of people when they see the extravagant love of Jesus Christ played out of them by not just giving them, as you mentioned, something that other people want to give away they wouldn't have, by giving them new, yeah. by oh, giving they, these same things. Their chests puff out. The kids oh are happy. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Um, the women usually break down crying, the mothers, yeah. f- from gratitude. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's very rewarding. But you can see that they, they now feel like they have a home of their own, mm. and they're proud of it. Yeah. It's not junk. And, uh, and that's really important to them to keep that self-esteem up to them. I, w- I was re- very poor uh, raised, and I hated getting hand-me-downs to, yes. you know, yes. we're talking about yeah. the junk stuff. But, but this really works. And, and the numbers, um, you know, there's almost 600 pickups and deliveries, and that takes a lot of volunteers that's and a lot, lot of coordination. Yeah. And, yeah, and, a lot. and you mentioned the... Um, almost 200 families that breaks down from when we really started this it broke down about for the first couple of years about two a month two people two families a month which is still a lot when you think about it mm-hmm. and we got up last yeah. year to three families a month wow i've done 14 families in the last eight weeks mm. wow so wow. it's really jumping up again, and it just keeps getting. Now, I, I want to go to those numbers. Is that, you think, due to uh, the growth of how God's blessed the ministry to reach more people? Or do you see a growing disparity between people in need and people who are not in need? I, at first, I, I, I was wondering why it was happening, because the economy's up. Right. But it, I 
they're all coming out of the homeless shelter, most of them, so mm-hmm. I'm not really sure what's causing it, sure. to be honest. I don't know why. The homeless shelter has always been able to contact us, so mm-hmm. I don't know why this the large influx. Yeah, well, that's you know maybe this is something to continue to, to see how God is blessed, because we do know this, is that God continues to bless and use that ministry. Now, if they, they wanted to know more about the furniture ministry, how would they find out more about that? Well, anybody could contact me um, if they wanted. Yep. How M- would, give me M- some information. M-E Broderick, B-R-O-D-E-R-I-C-K. Okay. Number one at Gmail. M-E Broderick, one. and then the one, right? So not spelled out number one. Emmy Broderick, one at Gmail. Gmail.com. That's it. Can they go on and maybe get a McLean Bible? Loudon site is information there or the best McLean way to go through Loudon you? has it too, um, but probably just come. They're going to send them to me anyway. Okay, so, so cut out like, the middleman, right? Yeah. In that way. Um, in that way. But one of the things on the furniture that they... People try to give you stuff you don't want. I only want the basics. You know, people want to give me refrigerators, washing machines, uh, armoires. Everybody wants to give you an armoire because they can't give them away. The Salvation Army has 13 of them they can't sell right now. Sure, yeah. You know, we just need the basics of nice clean, gently used furniture and and ones that are clean of animal hair, too. We use the same Salvation Army standards, actually. Yeah. Oh, and that's a good... That's, that's a, a great way idea. to think about it. Yeah. If you're thinking right now and you're listening, like, oh, I have something that could really fit and that sort of stuff, instead of uh, sending an email and saying, hey, I have you this, you know, just go to the Salvation Army, look at their standards of what they have and say, hey, that that's helpful, right? But we And we require pictures. Mm-hmm. I've made too many trips to the Loudoun County dump sure. picking up what someone told Makes me would sense. be a great Makes piece sense. of furniture, yeah. Yeah. And, and I get stuck with it. So we, sure. yeah. we're very careful about that. So we look at the pictures, and we'll tell you yes mm-hmm. or no. Oh, perfect. Now, you've talked about ways that people can donate and that sort of stuff, and I think I, I could probably piece together on hearing your story and hearing guys what you do, some volunteer opportunities that are available there. But but for people who maybe, you know, Aren't real sure. Uh, land the plane for them. Tell them exactly how they can get involved if they want. Well, they can contact me. And mo- unfortunately, a lot of our moves coming out of the shelter are during the week. So it's very hard to get someone volunteers available during the week. Mm-hmm. I've been very fortunate to do that. Mm-hmm. But on weekends, we try to schedule it so the volunteers won't miss a lot of family time. We do it early in the morning and work it out with the people that we're delivering so that we can keep their weekends pretty clear, but, mm-hmm. but we'll we'll try to schedule it early morning. Right. And if they feel... And you're you're from Ashburn, so I need yeah. your number before Yeah, I exactly. I'll make sure I get that to you. We're right down the street from you. Um, so if someone was considering, for example, okay, maybe I don't have the capacity to volunteer with time, but they actually have been blessed with physical resources in that way in regards to finances, and they wanted to connect with you and say, hey, I know you've got, you're buying new refrigerators, you're doing this, that sort of stuff. How would that happen they can well we don't we don't buy the appliances but we buy kitchen packs and and this all the items are in there they could contact me they could make a donation they would provide a kitchen package or a bathroom package it, they get a charitable receipt we give charitable receipts mm-hmm. um for any donations that are made and and then we'll go ahead and use that uh we stock we pre-stock the uh the warehouse with like i have six families worth of stuff okay so you uh, so it's not like you do a a sort of like all right i find out who it is and we sort of ad hoc put together you have a warehouse already uh, ready to go to be so ready to deploy upon a moment's notice so to speak pays for two storage facilities i have two storage facilities the catholics have four wow and they're ready to go. Yeah, exactly. Now, how do, I don't know that I understood. Um, so when they're coming from homeless, like a homeless shelter, right. to an apartment or a home or something like that, 
do you guys do that for them or get them in that direction or the county gives them the home and the oh, okay. job okay but then okay. the county has nothing you more said they that. can give yes. them so yes. we provide we okay. work with the social workers to Great. give them what they need yeah you said that i just had but forgotten. we will do more than anybody else if you know poor people in the area that really need help uh, we're glad to come in and provide them whatever they need. Yeah, great. And it's a great, great. it's a great example of what's happening there and um, of partnering with uh, different opportunities. If you're out there in Loudoun County, I know if you're familiar with the Board of Supervisors, Chair Randall has uh, partnered many times with the local communities to do all kinds of things. And then there are places where the local government understand the limits to what they can do. And it's sure. a wonderful sure. opportunity to where the local church can step in and be the church, be the hands and feet of Jesus uh, and have the opportunity to not just in word but in good deeds um, talk sure. about the good news that is the gospel so um, it still feels weird Connie Matt so General Broderick I just feel like I have to say that thank you for your time today thank and you. coming thank in you very much well folks you heard it today man if you want to get a hold of General Broderick Matthew Broderick isn't there a star? Not, not the actor. I'm sure he's never heard <laughs> that before. Actor, That's man. probably a first time, right? Come on, man. Yeah. Give me a break. Give me a break, man. Throw me a bone. Come on. They held a plane for me once. <laughs> M.E. Broderick, the number one, M.E. Broderick, one, at gmail.com. Again, M.E. Broderick, the number one, at gmail.com if you want to get a hold of the general and uh, and help out with it. We've, we've kind of given you some... Uh, some uh, you can help us out. You can help these folks out. You can help folks out that that don't have as much as many of us. Hey, if you want to hear this again, if you want to listen in again, it was some good stuff. Go to goodnewsforthecity.com. That's goodnewsforthecity.com or wava.com keyword good news. Look under our podcast page and you can find this program here. You can call me at 703-807-2266. Folks, we are so glad that you joined us today. We are grateful for your listening. We will talk to you. We'll see you again next week. And remember, it's the gospel that makes a way. It's the gospel, the gospel that makes a way. Thank you for joining us and listening to Good News for the City, a gospel partnership between WAVA and One Heart DC. This is a partnership, movement which celebrates and seeks to accelerate the move of the gospel into the Washington, D.C. metro area. It is our prayer that through this radio broadcast ministry of Good News for the City, we will see transformed lives and communities and more and more people responding to the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We want to help bring unity to Bible-believing people and churches in order to multiply our impact in our city, and we would love for you to join us. You can learn more at goodnewsforthecity.com. That's goodnewsforthecity.com. Or you can go to wava.com keyword good news. Or you can call us at 703 703-807-2266. And remember, it's the gospel that makes a way.